time is a precious resource and it's a non-renewable resource, right? Everyone wants more time here on this earth. And so how can I do my best to put stock, put time, put value and invest in the things that are going to help other people or help myself? Welcome to the Ladies Who Lead podcast. This is a community of women supporting women. Tune in every other Thursday to hear from SK Vaughn as she catches up with ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We will cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, thought leadership, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you are a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. Let's do this. We love reviews at the Ladies Who Lead podcast, and that's actually the number one way to support us so we can keep this thing going. I wanted to shout out Dee Dee Lefty, who just recently left us a review in December. She said, inspiration and all five stars. Love learning from strong-minded women and appreciate the leadership here. Amazing listen. Thank you so much, Dee Dee Lefty. We appreciate you writing us a review. This is the best way to share some love. And we just wanted to shout you out today. Happy New Year and thank you for the review. Now on to the episode. Wow, I'm so excited. It's 2024. So last time we spoke, it was last year, believe it or not. And so I am just so excited to be ushering in this new year with you. And I know it's been a minute since I've been on the mic. That has been intentional. I just needed some downtime to unplug, renew, find some rest amongst the holiday season and and getting to celebrate with my family. And I hope that your holiday season was magical and peaceful and restful in moments, but also really, really fun. As we're talking about New Year's and New Year's resolutions, by this point, you have celebrated, had some fun, probably had too much fun as the ball was dropping or in our case, the moon pie and mobile. And I just wanted to kind of catch up with you because I feel like New Year's resolutions are a big topic. Everyone usually has some form of a resolution, whether they recognize it or not. And now is the perfect time to be solidifying your New Year's resolutions. And so as as we're thinking through this, before we jump fully in, I wanted to give you a little bit of a history And don't roll your eyes, but you're going to appreciate this. At least I do. I like context for things. A little history here on New Year's resolutions and where it all originated from. The ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions. That was some 4,000 years ago. Can you believe that? They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the New Year. Though for them, the year began not in January, but in mid-March. That's when all the crops are being planted, right? They did a 12-day religious festival known as, and I'm going to butcher this, Akitu. The Babylonians crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king. They also made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. Sounds like a little bit of klepto going on here. These are promises that could be considered forerunners for our New Year's resolutions. So if the Babylonians kept to their word, their pagan gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the God's favor. And that's a place that no one at that time wanted to be. 
Similarly, the ancient Romans also had a reform-minded emperor, Julius Caesar, who kind of played around with the calendar and established January 1st as the beginning of the new year, circa 46 BC, and named for Janus, the two-faced gods whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches, January had special significance for the Romans, believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future. The Romans offered sacrifices to the deity and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. Sounds familiar, right? For early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do better in the future. Now, that was 1740. The English clergyman John Wesley, hello Methodist out there, founder of Methodism, created the Covenant Renewal Service, most commonly held on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, also known as Watch Night Services. They included readings from scriptures and hymn singing and served as a spiritual alternative to the celebrations normally held to celebrate the coming of the new year. So it's now popular with evangelical Protestant churches, and they, you know, watch night services held on New Year's Eve, which are often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming year. I've not participated in one of these services before, and I am Methodist, so I'm curious to kind of know if any of y'all have participated in any of those kind of services. Fast forward to today, despite the traditional religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly secular practice. So instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement, which may explain why such resolutions seem so hard to follow through on. But according to recent research, while as many as 45% of Americans say they actually make New Year's resolutions, only 8% are successful in achieving their goals that they set out at the beginning of the year. But that dismissal record probably won't stop people from making resolutions anytime soon. We've all had about 4,000 years of practice at this point, as history has pointed out to us. And now it's time to think about 2024, the here and now. And the question is, do you have your New Year's resolutions figured out just yet? I'm still walking through mine. We will have more on our thriving membership group on ways to figure out your word or theme for the year and ways to kind of break down your resolutions into SMART goals. And so if you haven't checked that out, this is a shameless plug, pause and go look for that. You will have to sign up for our membership in order to receive those helpful downloadables. But there'll be a lot more to discuss in the group if you um, end up signing up for that. So with that being said, I do have my New Year's resolution and I'm working on my word. I'm not sure if you have ever used a word or phrase to really sum up everything that you're looking for in, in this year. But, you know, I like to choose one word as like a personal mantra for the new year. So a couple of words that you might think about would be happiness, courage, strength, generosity, or simplicity. I really like the idea of adventure for myself because I'm really trying to find the fun this year. That's like my, that's like my tagline for the year, I guess, is find the fun. I just want to make new memories and usher in a new sense of joy this year that surpasses any kind of work goal or any kind of like personal goal. I want it to all blend together and I really want to seek joy and just find the fun. But a couple of other words that you could think about for yourself would be like love, listen, focus, create, read, play, you know, laugh, friends, simplicity. I like joy, harmony, balance. 
patience, adventure, exercise, forgive, compassion, accept. I really like peace. This is probably if it's not going to be adventure, it'd be like more like peace, like finding fun and, and being peaceful about where my time is going. Pray, breathe, appreciate, relax. Those are a couple of words that you could start playing around with and maybe looking at some synonyms for those. If you want kind of a fancier word, you could do that. But I think mine's going to be adventure or peace, except my main focus, I guess, this year would be to find the fun. And I kind of want to explore like what that means. Like I, I think we think about our bingo cards. Everyone said that wasn't on my bingo card this year. I'm really strongly considering making my own fun bingo card and and trying to just like think about all the things that are fun for me. Like what what is fun for SK? And I want to write it down and be intentional and set out meaningful trips throughout the year or just people that I really want to get to see this year and making an extra effort to get together with the girls. Or maybe it's with family. Maybe it's really cultivating a community in a new place that you live. Like for me, uh, that's me right here, trying to find the fun in the area that I live. And, and Mobile's a fun place. Like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love it, but I'm still very much someone who's looking in to all the fun and hasn't necessarily adopted all the fun. Now Mardi Gras is coming up, so that will be a fun time. <laughs> More on that. But I just want to challenge you to think about what your word or phrase or tagline might be for 2024. Are you looking for a new membership to really plug into, find community and really begin thriving? Well, we have just the membership for you at the Ladies Who Lead podcast. We have a membership on Patreon that is the thriving membership. It's only $5 a month. You get exclusive content, bonus episodes, sneak peek of the new merch, and early access to all of our announcements and promotions that are happening right here, right now. You're just the first person to know about it. If this sounds like the membership group for you, don't hesitate to sign up as we link it in our show notes. It's patreon.com backslash the ladies who lead. And this is an incredible membership you do not want to miss out on. So a couple of ones that I wanted to point out for myself would be find the fun like we just talked about. Work smarter, not harder. So definitely still want to work, obviously. And work hard, but I would rather work smarter. And what I mean by that is like finding efficiencies and time management, just making sure that I'm using the most of my time. Every every drop of time I, I want to be intentional with, which sounds probably whatever, but time is a precious resource and it's a non-renewable resource, right? Everyone wants more time here on this earth. And so how can I do my best to put stock, put time, put value and invest in the things that are going to help other people or help myself. And again, that kind of goes back to finding the fun in some ways. Like if I'm really smart with my time and can really hone in on my craft and, and really think about my week and doing time blocks, which we'll also get into a little bit more on the membership group is like finding creative ways to stay motivated throughout the day with time blocks and just being really intentional to me, that's a win-win because if I can use my time well here, that means I have a little bit more energy to devote towards other things outside of my nine to five. I want to find time to unplug. 
I don't know about you, but if you look at my phone and it tells you my screen time, uh, it's a little embarrassing because I am a millennial and apparently I really love my cell phone. And I think we could all use less screen time and just be more in the moment and being present with the people that you care about and just really like just setting boundaries for ourselves and making sure that we have set time for TV and for the phone and whatever else for the podcast even, and making sure that we're sectioning out time to have fun, to be with the people that you care about, date nights, girls' nights, mom night out, whatever it may be for you. Like that's that's kind of where I'm at when it comes to unplugging. I think it ties back to even time management and how much time are we really sinking into our phones and electronics. Next, I want to take more walks and get back to it. So really, I don't like to say I'm going to lose X amount of weight by this date or I mean, that will come later in my SMART goals, I guess. But I want to focus on a healthier lifestyle overall. That means what I'm putting in my body and the amount of energy that I'm taking up in a day to devote towards getting my body moving and sweating and releasing serotonin level, you know, like to have the serotonin levels that are much higher. That's what I'm looking for. And I think the more that we move, the more that we can look past our vantage point. I think that just allows your mind to just kind of have a cleanse and to turn off for a second. That also includes setting up some doctor's appointments. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I've neglected some key doctor's appointments that I've got to set up this year. And so that's kind of my focus this next couple of weeks is really making sure all of those are scheduled and regularly happening for myself and for my family. Also, I want to focus on savings a little bit this year. And that really kind of ties into cooking at home. We are DoorDash people. I feel like DoorDash should probably sponsor this podcast because of how much money I pour into this incredible app. It's a, it's a lifesaver if you haven't checked it out, but we DoorDash all the time. We are that neighbor in the neighborhood and unapologetically so we just aren't big cooks here, but I want us to tie back to a healthier lifestyle. I want to cook some cleaner meals and not over commit to something, but simplify the you know process of cooking. So it doesn't feel too overwhelming coming off of a busy work day because it's also hard to cook, work, clean, be a normal human being with friends, going out and like having fun and doing things. So just trying to simplify where I can with the cooking piece of that. So that's a little bit of like my New Year's resolutions and just trying to list them out in a way that feels doable. Obviously, there's going to be some smart goals that I'll probably roll up underneath each of these just to make sure that I actually get it done. And I think SMART goals are so important and we've talked about them before. So the acronym for SMART goals would be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. Specific is really to increase the chances that you're able to really set out what it is that you want to do, right? Determining who, what, where, when, and why is kind of what is baked into specific. The M for measurable really is a criteria for measuring the goal. So for example, this is an easy one, but not one that I throw out there lightly. You're trying to lose 10 pounds, right? Like that's measurable. That's like a specific amount that you're trying to lose. Achievable. So creating goals that are attainable. So not shooting for the moon and saying, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds in a month because that would be pretty unhealthy, right? 
setting out to make sure that you're creating achievable benchmarks throughout the year will allow you to actually see progress and not feel bad for not being able to hit an unrealistic goal. Relevant. So just making sure that you're aligned with like the why and making sure that it makes sense for you. And then time-based for the T is, is to really give yourself a deadline. You know, what is the timeline that you want to set out to get this goal accomplished? If it's weight loss, you know, maybe you're trying to lose, I don't know, 15 pounds by December of 2023 and to keep it off, right? Like that, that's a whole year, right? I think that's doable. And you could set specific benchmarks throughout each couple months, like I'd like to lose five pounds in the next three months, two months, whatever it may be for you. So just, you know, that's smart goals. That is a a way to kind of layered into what you're doing for your New Year's resolutions and making sure that you're actually in that percentage that carries out the New Year's resolution. And we'll, of course, get more into this in our membership group. So don't forget to sign up for that. Now, I really want to kind of talk about the ladies who lead this past year and what 2023 has brought for us and what we've been able to accomplish has been such a sweet, special season. So I'm excited to really share a little bit more about that with you. If you haven't listened to Failing Forward into a New Year, this is a really great episode from last year that's still really relevant for 2024. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. 2023 has been such an exciting, fun-filled year of a lot of ups and a lot of downs, right? And we've learned a lot through the process of what to do and most importantly, what not to do. And that's just all what's wrapped into a beautiful season of life where you're learning and growing and developing. And I look back on this year and I'm just so proud of all that the Ladies Who Lead has been able to accomplish with your support. So I wanted to kind of share just some thoughts around some big wins, right? The new cover art, the website refresh, weekly episodes now, the new membership group opportunity, season three finally launching, a total of 49 episodes so far have been uploaded. And also this year, we've reached over 25 countries that are listening. So such a big, big year for us with great wins. And we're just so thankful to have you to be a part of it. Some of my favorite conversations that we have had in the last year would be the unspoken realities of post-college life, leading in tech from a female perspective, what is sustainable fashion, failing forward, uh, being passed over to promoted, overcoming your fear of career and life transitions, leading a team remotely, creating a raise the bar mindset, how to create a personal brand, supporting our veterans, cultivating a positive mindset, building trust and influence, and of course, finding your brave. Just a few of my favorite conversations that we've had so far. Cheers to 2024. Happy New Year. And thank you for listening along. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ladies Who Lead podcast. Looking for another way to engage with the Ladies Who Lead podcast? Check out our Instagram. It's in our show notes at the Ladies Who Lead. And don't forget to check out our website www.theladieswholead.com. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.